With the ever-increasing number of makes and models of automobiles, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. One reason to repair and maintain your cars is to save money that you can then use for other things, you know, like mortgage or food. Why would you choose to spend 30%, 50%, 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or a new car dealership? At rockauto.com, you will save money. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules to brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Best of all, Prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Jerry, G-E-R-R-Y, in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com. Today on the Callahan Podcast, well, I wasn't a big fan of Meghan Markle. After the interview, I, uh, I was, she was losing me. It gets worse. It gets worse. Today, we found out that she was behind the ouster of none other than Pierce Morgan, we think. She was complaining about Pierce. He's out of a job. And we found out uh, Harry, Harry, the most henpecked guy on two continents, he's not allowed to drink anything. Coffee, tea, beer, booze, nothing, because Megan won't let him. How embarrassing is that? Also, today we have the single worst cancel culture story you've ever seen. A banjo player, a banjo player is out because he uh, endorsed a book that was critical of Antifa. Seems, seems bizarre. We'll try to explain. And also, we will check in with our favorite guest, the wonderful Janice Dean, who has almost completed her crusade to bring down killer Cuomo, Andrew Cuomo, the biggest monster in this whole pandemic and a complete phony. Well, she has, uh, she's exposed him and now she's almost brought him to justice. We will check in with our friend Janice Dean. All that today on the Callahan Podcast brought to you by DCU. Do you love your car, but hate your car payment? No problem. Refinance your car today with DCU and they can help lower your monthly payment, lower your interest rate of both. Applying is easy, and their loan experts will help you find the loan term and the payment that fits into your budget. Get out of that high-rate loan and get the interest rate and the payment you deserve from DCU. Learn more and apply today at dcu.org slash refinance. Insured by NCUA membership required. Hi, right, Colony, let's go. This is the Jerry Callahan Podcast. Well, it just gets crazier and crazier. I'm telling you, Colony, I'm telling you, we don't have to worry about a thing. And sometimes in the... Uh, Late afternoon, into the evening, I'm sitting there with my uh, little notepad. I'm online. I'm watching the news. I'm watching TV. I'm talking to people. I'm texting with people, and I'm saying, "What am I going to do in the morning?" And then, boom, the, the floodgates open, and the insanity just <laughs> just comes pouring out. I mean, I, I'm not exaggerating when I say today, right now, as I sit here, we're going to talk about two or three of the most insane cancellation, cancel culture stories. Which are, which is what I said yesterday and the day before, <clears throat> when they canceled. I don't know Pepe Le Pew. I said this is this is nuts. Dr. Seuss. 
I said, can it get worse? It can, it will, it, it, it did. And right now, as I'm sitting here, I'm, I'm, I mean, not just me, you and, and millions of others are enthralled with a couple of these stories, beginning, of course, with uh, Pierce Morgan, who <clears throat> I always had kind of mixed feelings. He was a liberal. He's still uh, a liberal in many ways. He, he had a feud with Trump, and sometimes he'll criticize America, and other times he'll defend America. He does kind of um, play it both ways, and he does it beautifully, and he's made a fortune, and he's a big, big, big star. He's out on his ass. He, he, he lost his job. And now we think the Daily Mail is reporting or Daily Mail is not reporting. They're pilfering from other places, but they have a big story about how Megan complained to the network because Pierce Morgan criticized her. He basically said what I said, what millions of other people said is she's full of crap. They didn't believe him and I mean, didn't believe her. And subsequently in the last 48 hours we've learned she made up all kinds of stuff his her half sister her father came out came out and corrected the record they had proof that she was lying about certain things and we we know this too and, and this is so egregious she talks about how she doesn't think archie has got a title or have security and she i guess implies that it's because of the color of his skin which is by the way the same color as your skin colonnade and and probably uh, uh, lighter than than me. I mean, she he's she holds him up for a picture, and he's in the kid's white. But anyway, that doesn't matter. She she called the royal family racist. Didn't know how to name names, and so did he. And we'll get to him, the most henpecked guy in the world, Prince Harry. What a, what a pathetic little pussy he is. You're, you're a little extreme with that, calling him. Uh, yeah, calling okay. him. Here, no, I think you're extreme because I think there is actual like that's like a sickness you know what i mean like when you're when you're that mentally weak no it is like when you're too when you're okay i'm, so I'm supposed weak. to cut him up some slack because he's, yeah, he's mentally ill he's mentally okay Ill. i'm sorry he's mentally yeah. ill and you know what I, you don't want to agree with me on this but he's he's a homely guy he's a red-headed ugly british guy and he's awkward socially and she's beautiful and she calls the shots i knew it we knew it we knew it you could tell by the body language and now today there's a report, and this is not even close to the top of my stack of stuff, to quote the great Rushbo, on the uh, somewhere in my stack of stuff is the story that she forbade him from drinking anything, not just alcohol, coffee and tea. He's he, first of all, why would you forbid your your spouse to drink from drinking tea? What the hell is wrong with tea? Especially the, over there. I mean, come on. That's, I mean, isn't it what you do, right? That's like that's like making him brush his teeth. It's yeah. not what they do, Megan. All right. So she and I, I don't have the details on this story. It's kind of a tabloid thing that she said no more alcohol. And by the way, we know he loved his, his beer. We've seen him dressed up as a Nazi. We've seen him running around naked. We know he loved, you know, his pints with the boys. No alcohol, coffee, or tea. I mean, what? Is I, I don't. I don't believe that. I don't <laughs> believe that story. That's too. That's too extreme. That if anything, it's like she did it for like health reasons. She said, "This is the lifestyle we should be living," and he agreed with it. But I don't think. Come on, you know what? My, my prediction is, any day now, there's going to be a story about um, Meghan and Harry in Cabo with Jimmy Kimmel, Howard Stern. Uh, the Obamas and Bruce Springsteen. In fact, no, they'll be they'll be on David Geffen's boat. They'll be on David Geffen's whatever it is, four hundred foot yacht with Leonardo DiCaprio, Springsteen, Howard Stern, 
the Obamas, Jimmy Kimmel and uh, Jennifer Aniston and those two phonies. And he'll be sneaking around the boats big enough. He'll be sneaking around, sucking down beers. And then <laughs> no, honey, no, that wasn't beer. That wasn't me. Oh, he's just pathetic. But uh, you know what? I now believe that what he said that he's trapped. I believe it. He's trapped in a, a marriage with a miserable, dominating, spoiled uh, duchess. She's a duchess. Anyway, the duchess didn't like what Pierce Morgan said. Pierce Morgan said he didn't believe her. Archie is not a prince because he's his grandmother's black. She made that up. They made that up. It's a scurrilous accusation, and I don't think it's true. I mean, honestly, he's you're going to say we're going to deny the kid a title because his one of his grandmothers is black is and and, and he doesn't look black. And so what if he did? They wouldn't say we're not going to give him a title. Anyway, she made that charge. It was the headline, the takeaway from the interview. Uh, Pierce Morgan criticized her, said he didn't believe anything, she said, uh, basically, in his own uh, way. And, and uh, lots of people agreed with him. She complained. I'm not even sure how that works. She's in California. She's 12 hours behind. She hears or sees what Pierce Morgan is saying. She calls somebody at the, what's the network called? I ITV, yeah. ITV. ITV. Not, only, not only did she complain, I mean, they're savvy as hell with this shit. She didn't complain about Piers Morgan giving his opinion on the interview. She complained about the, like basically the dangerous rhetoric and what it has on mental health. Is how oh, that's a play. smart, you're right. That right. Is a it was a savvy, savvy play. But apparently he's not the only one getting canceled in England for uh, being so critical of, of Megan or being critical even of, of the uh, of the royal family. I mean, this is they're, they've we've infected the UK now. They do have their own cancel culture, but he's a big star. He walked off the set, which I don't I can't uh, forgive that. Yeah, yeah he's, a, he's a performer. He's so yes. he's, you know, Megan Markle's a performance artist. She did, that was performance acting, which he did. He's the same. He performed and he gave them record ratings for it. <laughs> so. and, and I have to give you credit. You, you came up with the idea first. I'm going to steal it. Is, uh, he should get a shot at the 7 p.m. slot on Fox News. They've tried out a bunch. I think they've tried out seven different people. Trey Gowdy is, was last night. He's apparently had the best ratings. Uh, Lawrence Jones, uh, Maria Abaramo, uh, the lovely Katie Pavlich. They've tried out a few people. They're going to uh, decide on a permanent host at 7 p.m. I'm rooting for Katie. She's great. But Pierce coming in would be huge. That would be a bombshell. He sucked here, be- right? He, he took over for Larry King. And he yes, bombed. he took over for Larry King. And, you know, I don't think – I think the world was different then. I don't think he was throwing, you know, tossing bombs. He wasn't, you know, Tucker Carlson. He was – he was doing interviews with uh, yeah. celebrities and uh, that kind of thing. I hope, uh, I, I hope we hear more from him. You, you have a cut where he's uh, already out of a job, this right? Morning. Yes. He, this is this. This is from the morning. This is after. By the way, this is he has. He was asked to apologize by ITV. Oh, jeez. He, he declined to do so. And he resigned because of that. And then this morning, he's out there. I'm actually shocked he's not bragging. I feel like I'd be bragging the fact that I brought them record ratings. They beat their competitor for the first time in history. They beat BBC yesterday for the first wow. time. In history. Yep. And so, she, they, uh, the number, the latest number is over 50 million people saw the interview. So again, she delivered for her friend Oprah. When they go on that Mediterranean cruise, Oprah's picking up the tab because she owes her friend Megan. Megan made up stories. 
called people racist, talked about mental health and killing herself. She delivered for Oprah and Oprah should be grateful, but the whole world got to see what kind of monster she is. I, I'm, I'm kind of afraid to, to, to stick with this opinion. Am I going to get in trouble? Or, I mean, I mean, yeah, you probably she, will. Have you gotten any she, backlash on Twitter? Is she going to call podcast one and say, oh, I don't no. like what he had to say about me. I mean, honestly, I well, think I, I got into this debate last night and you, I mean, I've told you enough about where my wife kind of falls on most of these issues. She goes with what buzz. I, I listen to the governor. You tell me to wear a mask. I'll wear a mask, buddy. She listens to Buzzfeed, right? So she reads these articles and she came to me yesterday and she said, 40,000 people sent complaints to ITV about Piers Morgan. My first thought were, who are these 40,000 people and where did they come from? Because I fundamentally believe that they're all fans of Beyonce because Beyonce told them to do it. And they're all right. from America. Because if you right. go read surveys with from the Brits, they're all in, they're shocked and appalled by what they witnessed on Sunday. Right. And, and, and I think it's an organ, you know, it works. It's one organization. It's a chain email. Here's the address, nail them, you know, uh, complain. Uh, as Dana Perino said on Fox, uh, in Fox this morning, she said 40,000 complaints at Fox. We call that Wednesday. It's not that many, uh, which is which leads me to believe that she does have that kind of juice. I mean, think of it. She can say, I will shut you out if you if you don't get rid of him. If you do get rid of him, I'll give you an exclusive. She's the most powerful woman in the world. And by the way, a victim. Who feels trapped who's who didn't learn how to curtsy it didn't no one told her what the national anthem was she is the biggest fraud this interview exposed her and at least in my mind she will never recover i'll never look at her the same i don't care what happens she is just such a such a selfish phony i mean victim this victim in her 15 million dollar santa barbara home talking about how tough she has it i don't think anybody is buying that anymore dave i'm sorry it, it just it didn't work i mean she she cashed in but it didn't help everyone got to see what kind of person she is but let's listen to uh pierce morgan newly unemployed pierce morgan as he leaves the building this morning i believe in freedom of speech I believe in the right to uh, be allowed to have an opinion. Uh, if people want to believe Meghan Markle, that's entirely their right. I don't believe almost anything that comes out of her mouth. And I think the damage she's done to the British monarchy and to the Queen at a time when Prince Philip is lying in hospital is enormous and frankly contemptible. So uh, if I have to fall on my sword for expressing an honestly held opinion about Meghan Markle, and that diatribe of bilge that she came out with in that interview, so be it. <laughs> I like diatribe it. of bilge. Diatribe of bilge. Uh, she is uh, full of it, and I, I, I'm telling. There will be a great divide with you know the people that I don't know, like your wife who sit there and they like her and they believe her and think she's mentally whatever struggling mentally, and there'll be others who say what she did was indeed contemptible. And I'm not even considering that Prince Philip is is dying and he, he is he's 99 and and as people have pointed out he's been through a lot he fought the nazis you know he was there when they saved the british empire and his his wife is 95 i believe and she's obviously not going to be around long and people respect her and like her she's been through so much survived so much and now she's got this little brat of a great daughter-in-law who's accusing them of being vile racists it is indeed contemptible well, I think if, if you're part of an opinion show why can't you just hate somebody like what's I the problem and, and this is why people by the way he backs it up. up it's not it's not like he just 
you know, called her some racial slur. He, he, he explains why he thinks she's full of it. And the, oh, by the way too, his, his weatherman co-host who gave him shit, which is totally fair. I actually like the fight, but he's trying to claim that Meghan Markle, because she ghosted him on a date before she met Harry, that this right. is why Piers Morgan hates her and go, no, Piers Morgan talked about how much he loved her on the meeting that they, the, the date or meeting, whatever it was, he had a great time with her. He seems like the most eager, one of the most egotistical men men you could probably meet. I think he's probably fine and could find, you know, could could own the fact that he could get another woman outside of her. Right. He just plain and simple hates who she's become and hates how power hungry she is. That's how. Yes, it comes and I, and I think he's right. And I think he backed it up, like I said. And I think the more you think about it, and again, we went over it yesterday. There's a bunch of things that Meghan uh, Markle said that were uh, provably untrue. I know, like he. She accused, said she hadn't seen her sister, half-sister in so many years. Her sister produced photographs that proved she had seen her. Said she took her name, changed her name, you know, when Megan was famous. That's not true. She proved she did it years before that. So there really wasn't. Uh, it, but this was all. This was all to it. In many ways, there was. She was making stuff up. So she, if she lied about that. Why are we supposed to think she'll tell the truth about somebody in the royal family who said the kid is not going to be too dark, which is absurd. That was out there for a long time. And that's one of the immediate like defenses of all the people of Meghan Markle was like, look at her. Look at her half sister and her dad who take every opportunity to go on TV. Well, guess what? Here, I'll be as transparent as possible. They're all assholes. Every top to bottom. Like if you're a dad and you go on TV bashing your daughter just because she won't speak to you, you're an asshole. Yeah, and he, well, he at least apologized and said he was wrong. She doesn't do that. And she, the, the bottom line is she thinks she told the world that she wishes, you know, she could be alone and just be happy with her husband and her little kids. That's a lie. We know that's a lie. She wants to be famous and powerful. She gets off on it. And, and the more we learn about it, the more we learn just how, how, how contempt I'll, I'll use Pierce's word contemptible. She really is uniform professionals sign up to serve causes greater than themselves. If you've ever served in the military, law enforcement, firefighting, or frontline medical communities, you are eligible for free membership at govx.com. The greatest online shopping site for Americans of service like you. Your job demands a lot from you, from deployments to long shifts and the dangerous situations most people don't have the courage to face. There's a reason why GovX believes service-minded patriots like you deserve special recognition. GovX.com delivers the deals on all the gear you need for your on- and off-duty life. Register at GovX for instant access to discounts on epic brands like Oakley, Yeti, Garmin, Vortex Optics, Benchmade, Danner, and more. The site was built exclusively for the men and women who serve our country and communities. That's why every month GovX supports nonprofits serving the military, first responder, or law enforcement communities. We don't just thank you for your service. We honor it. Signing up is fast, easy, and totally free. Become a member today and use Callahan for $15 off your first order of $50 or more. GovX.com, savings for those who serve. This is Denny Somak, host of The Rock Podcast. I'm a producer, author, and rock historian, and I want to share with you some of the greatest stories in rock and roll. Well, Bonzo was the best hard rock drummer ever, hands down. I mean, no one comes within a mile of him. And I saw the Beatles on Ed Sullivan. John Lennon had this wise guy look on his face, just like me and my friends were just a bunch of wise guys, street kids. The first guitar I ever had was um, Spanish guitar, and 
I couldn't really get the hang of it. I was only 13. I had never written a song before, actually, and uh, so Jim says, okay, everybody go home and write some songs, you know. And so I went, went home and wrote Light My Fire. Join me for The Rock Podcast, the only podcast that matters, from Podcast One or wherever you get yours. All right, we got a lot to get to before we talk to uh, the wonderful Janice Dean, our favorite guest, who is just kicking ass out there, and we want to get an update on Janice Dean's crusade, <clears throat> her efforts to bring down the governor. I would say she's winning. Would you say Janice Dean is winning the fight and she's doing it with a smile? She's just the best, but we'll get to her. There's another story. Here's, here's where there's two kinds of categories, two categories for these cancel culture stories. One would, you'd say, is Pierce Morgan and Gina Carano, people who will clearly, without a doubt, land on their feet and they will not, they will not struggle and they will not go away. They will find another job. They'll find another place to, to, to be themselves. You know, Gina Carano is now working with the Ben Shapiro and the Daily Wire, Pierce Morgan. Hell, Fox would love to have him. He'd make a lot of money, too. He'd, he'd, he'll be fine. There are other people who get canceled, and you say, you know, that's, that, that's cruel. That guy's never, <laughs> never going to recover. And I was thinking that yesterday when this story broke. And you really have to <clears throat> read it. I recommend you read up. To believe it, <clears throat> the guy's name is Winston Marshall. Do I have that right, Winston Marshall? <clears throat> and it's beyond insane what I'm going to tell you, what you're going to learn about Mr. Winston Marshall. The reason you don't know Winston Marshall, he's a musician, successful one, is that he's a banjo player. He plays the banjo. And I always thought, you know, Steve Martin was the only banjo player, but Winston Marshall's a pretty accomplished banjo player. He's in Mumford and Sons. You can hate them. Some people do. I don't. I like their 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 sound. I like their 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 singer. I like. Is that would that be Mumford, the guy who sings? Uh, yeah, I guess it'd be Mumford. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> no, I don't think it is. But anyway, Mumford and Sons is a a band and a successful one. And this guy plays with the band and apparently does a pretty good job. You're not going to believe what I tell you when I tell you what he did to uh, earn the wrath of the mob and, by the way, lose his job. It's so incredible. You have to stop and think about it for a minute. But here's the truth. He read a book, an important book, from all I understand, a good book. I would like to read it. I haven't yet. I will. It's a book by um, uh, Andy No, journalist Andy No, guy we've talked about a lot uh, on this show. Um, he's the guy who has done his full-time job is to expose Antifa. That's what he does. The book is called unmasked inside Antifa's radical plan to destroy democracy. Now all last, he was uh, on the Antifa beat before George Floyd. He was on it before last summer when they, these, these scumbags started burning cities to the ground and, 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 uh, attacking cops and, and trying to burn down courthouses he went inside. He has sources. He, he went undercover. From what I understand, he did a brilliant job of exposing one of the worst elements in today's society, these Antifa anarchists, these vermin that literally bring lasers out and try to blind cops. That's the kind of people they are. They tried to burn. We know they burned a police station, BLM with by their side in, in, in Minneapolis, burned a police station on the ground. They, I believe it was uh, Seattle where they tried to set a police station on fire and block the door, lock the door from the outside so they would kill the cops on the inside. They failed. 
because mostly they're a bunch of losers. If you've read up or seen the mugshots, they're just, they're low lives. There's lots of very, you know, drugs. They're just scum. They're just the worst. So he writes about it. Somehow this cancel culture mob, the woke mob has aligned themselves with these anarchists. I don't really get it. Why you would want to be associated with them, but they didn't like the fact that Andy no wrote about them and they throw stuff. He's been assaulted. He had a brain injury last year because they bashed him over the head. They hit him with one of those milkshakes with the cement in it and embarrassed him. And they have doxxed him many, many times. They've come to his home. He's got balls, big, big balls. He's a little soft-spoken guy, but he's got huge balls and he does more journalism than the entire New York times staff combined. Anyway, Winston Marshall, the banjo player, recommended the book, said it was a good book, said you should read it, which is what you do when you read a good book. You tell people, you should read this. You know, I got a stack of good books over here. You want to know what I'm reading that I would recommend? I would Great book called uh, From Broken Glass by Steve Ross, who died last year from Boston, a, a Holocaust uh, a survivor of six or seven different uh, uh, concentration camps. An unbelievable book from broken, from broken glass. I recommend it. That's not going to get me canceled. I don't think I better not, but I got lots of books. I'd recommend he recommends this book and the mob comes after him. And my immediate reaction as usual is that's outrageous. This poor guy, what the hell are they doing? This is insane. 10 minutes later, I'm saying Winston Marshall, you are a pathetic human being. I realize uh, he's just a banjo player, but he throws himself at the mercy of the mob. He quits the band because the mob came after him, doxed him, uh, attacked him on social media. He has to apologize, which is insane to begin with. And I now can say I'm joining the crowd that hates Mumford and son. I hate Mumford and son because I assume Mumford and his sons and everyone else in the band encouraged him to quit or supported this decision. But anyway, here is the statement from Winston Marshall, former banjo player for Mumford and son. And this, maybe there's more to the story. Maybe they didn't like him to begin with. Maybe he's, he's too conservative. Cause you know, if you don't like Antifa, I guess you're conservative. So the rest of the band wanted him out, but this is uh, just breaking last night. And it's so incredibly insane. I had to get to it. Here's the statement from Winston Marshall. He says over the, over the past few days, I've come to better understand the pain caused by the book I endorsed. I have offended not only a lot of people I don't know, but also those closest to me, including my bandmates. And for that, I am truly sorry. As a result of my actions, I'm taking time away from the band to examine my blind spots for now. Please know that I realize how my endorsements have the potential to be viewed as approvals of hateful, divisive behavior. I apologize as this was not at all my intention. Okay. Winston Marshall, you suck. You are pathetic. I thought, I thought you know, Prince Harry was pathetic. Uh, th there's not, this is the most pathetic human being. He endorsed a book, which is critical of Antifa, a bunch of anarchist thugs, vandals, cop, uh, uh, haters, and for that, he apologizes, takes time away from the band. Mumford and Son, I, if it ever comes on my, my, my Torah, I'm going to jump out of my chair, whatever. I'm going to stop my run and delete it. I will never, ever listen that's to not, that. That's not, that's because he's actually, it's and he's great at the banjo. I mean, listen to him.
What's the banjo in the background? I mean, the banjo, he's like, that's such an important part of Mumford and Sons, by the way. I'm sure they'll replace him. That's true. Well. That's true. I mean, are there a lot of choices? I mean, is Steve Martin available? <laughs> Who else plays the friggin' banjo? Um, but what kind, what is he going to do now? Again, I said, Pierce Morgan, uh, Gina Carano, they land on their feet. Um, um, Jerry Callahan, he, he lands on his feet. He does okay. What the hell does Winston Marshall? Oh, people do? will forget, and he'll go join some other band. What band? How many bands do you know? A banjo? Oh uh, well, listen. If you want to replicate Mumford and Sons, who sell out every tour they go, they end up doing, I would I would do it. Uh, not but, anymore. Not anymore. This is so embarrassing. This but is this a is what's funny role. too, though. This is what's funny too. In in two thousand eight, they the band. I, I guess you could you got to say the band because they didn't specify in the article. They invited Jordan Peterson to their studio, right? And and really? they got a shitload of ba backlash. But nothing happened. So, like, they didn't back down for Jordan Peterson when they got a shitload of back. Back down for these people. Who? I, mean, I, I guess I'll find out more. We'll learn more. But this isn't a woke mob with a lot of juice, like the New York Times. I don't think it does. It include the New York Times or CNN? Does it include uh, you know uh, MSNBC people, major media people? Does it include? Big tech, Amazon, Apple, Twitter. I mean, does it include Jack Dorsey? Who the hell is behind the mob that wants to cancel Winston Marshall? It just seems bizarre to me that he would be forced to step down and he couldn't just put up the two middle fingers and say, I like the book. You know, I, I, I recommend it. I, you know, I play the banjo, get lost. I mean, you can't stand up to the scum that supports Antifa. I'm I'm assuming, by the way, did he delete his account and then start fresh? Because he only has seven thousand followers. So did he get like? Obviously, he just tweets well, it out. The banjo player should have more than seven thousand followers. I mean, he's a part of Mumford and Sons. I would think he would have at least a hundred thousand followers for Mumford and Sons. But I just mean, you know, all they did, all that happened is he got a like a few shitty tweets, and all of a sudden it just like catches fire it would have gone away in 24 hours no maybe more. but i think you know what else is uh alarming i would say was his bandmates took yeah. the side of the mob his yeah. bandmates i don't know yeah i don't know if i but i mean they didn't back him enough to say like stay stick it out but i i wonder if they just said listen the pr hits too bad like let's just let's see if it blows over and then come I back mean, i understand like uh, whatever like gina carano used a hitler reference she did it in a perfectly benign way, but there's stupid people out there and they see that and they panic and say, Ooh, uh, whatever. Pierce Morgan insulted Megan, called her a liar. What exactly did Winston Marshall do? Not that I care, but what exactly did he do? Insulted? I mean, yeah, insulted a bunch of vandals that burn businesses, that assault cops, that are devoted to overthrowing the government. I mean, here's what he could have done. He could have endorsed a book that, Rip Trump, one of those, you know, some book by Bob Woodward or something, and and no problem. You endorse you endorse a book that rips the president, or a, how about endorse a book that rips, you know, America, or whatever, you know, the the, the system. You could this you could there's lots of books by you know people at the New York Times that hate America. He could have endorsed that, no problem. No one would have batted an eye. He could have endorsed a book that rips uh, whatever Rush Limbaugh. And it's no problem, but you endorse a book that rips Antifa and you lose your livelihood. I know he's not the biggest name and that's a little different. Uh, he's from, by the way, he spells the words like a English and like a British person because he's from England. Um, but uh, how do you, how do you, if you're the bandmates or if you support this thing, like if you're one of these Brian Steltlers that loves the cancel culture, how do you defend that? Say so he endorsed a book. 
He didn't criticize anyone. He just said, read this book. Well, he, he complimented a white nationalist, Jerry. He oh, good point. An Asian, man. Yeah. a gay Asian a proud boy. He said it was very brave yeah. of Andy No to write this book, which it is. These people have threatened his life repeatedly. Very brave. For that, he's out of, out of a job. Again, not the biggest star. Other people, you know, Pierce Morgan and certainly a bigger star and Gina Carano, bigger, bigger star. Hell, even I'm a bigger star than Winston Marshall. But it is the most outrageous example of the cancel culture gone wild that I've ever seen. Not even, no, nothing's, well, give it a day. I mean, I think it's bad, insane when you cancel a skunk cartoon, a cartoon skunk. But it's still just a cartoon skunk. Uh, this is a human being. This is a banjo player. And you say, you got to get out because you liked this book. But anyway, uh, there's so much more to get to. We are going to talk to um, Janice Dean, lost her in-laws in the nursing home scandal in New York. Cuomo, killer Cuomo, is, uh, is uh, obviously on the ropes, thanks largely to Janice Dean. Um, but uh, uh, we're looking forward to talking to uh, her. We'll get to all that, but first, did you know that Shake Concrete is the largest manufacturer of recon retaining wall systems in North America? Well, you do now. In fact, in 2020, Shea set a new company record when they man manufactured 178,000 square feet of retaining wall. This is a testament to Shea's legendary teamwork from engineering to manufacturing to dispatch and delivery. As the guys at Shea like to say, teamwork makes the teamwork. They do. I've said I've been around them when they say that. Shea Concrete's high-performing precast concrete retaining walls stand up to New England's active climate and come in a wide variety of shapes, designs, and textures to meet your retaining wall needs. So whether you need a residential, a commercial, or an industrial application, Shea has a dedicated team that will assist you with conceptual design, site walks, and installation. Let Shea show you the way. Call Shea Concrete at 800-696-SHEA. That's 800 696 S-H-E-A, or just log on to SheaConcrete.com. Uh, joining us now is our favorite guest, I think our favorite and most popular guest, <laughs> the uh, weather person from Fox News. That's one of her one of her gigs. She's also an advocate for the elderly, uh, voice for the voiceless, and now author of uh, soon-to-be bestseller, Make Your Own Sunshine, our friend Janice Dean. Hi, Janice. How are you? I am good, my friend. How are you, Jerry? Uh, I'm great. I just have to ask you. I feel this way when I watch you, and you make lots of appearances, and you, uh, and 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 you're and you never let up. Do you feel like you're winning? I mean, I'm not sure you felt that way in the beginning. You might maybe you felt like it was a long road, and it was maybe an impossible task. But you have been on this for whatever it's been nine, ten months. I really feel like you are winning this battle, and you're winning it big. It has to be satisfying. Not it's not over yet, but it has to be pretty satisfying for, from your perspective. I don't know. I, I guess I'll believe it when I see it. You know, I know that the governor is wounded. There's no question. There's allegations of harassment. And finally, the big channels are starting to cover him, not for the reasons that I would like them to cover right. him. Um, but there's certainly uh, there's certainly movement and people are really waking up to the fact that he's a bully. He's been a bully his whole career. Um, the threatening people, um, uh, just really dirty, you know, dirty political tactics to, um, to get at people. Um, 
it's it's sad in a way because he's gotten away with it for so long. Right, you know, right. he really has for for many years now. All of these people are finally feeling that it's a safe place to come out and talk about their experiences. And people ask me if if they're you know I'm, I'm mad because the coverage of him has been about the sexual harassment charges. And listen, no woman should ever have to experience something like that. I've had to experience that in my career. Uh, it's never okay, but it's all part of the same person. You know, he he's a bully. He's been in power for so many years. He feels like he is untouchable. I'm not surprised that he demeans women and makes them feel intimidated um, because that's what he's been doing his whole life, really, political life. Um Go ahead. Yes, uh, six months ago. I mean, we talked to you a few months ago, and before the all these sexual uh, uh, assault and harassment charges came to light, and I wasn't sure if you were going to bring him down. I certainly was hoping. I've called it the worst scandal in American political history, and if anyone wants to refute that, you tell me where there, where anyone has directly led to the death of fifteen thousand people. That's, I mean. That didn't happen in Watergate. You know, that didn't happen in any scandal in my lifetime, at least. And it was outrageous that the media was ignoring it. It was frustrating as hell from my perspective, and I'm sure it was much, much worse for you to get so little coverage. And they continue to fawn over him, many in the media and God knows Hollywood, you know, all the, the Ben Stillers and Chelsea Handlers, they just ignored it. And I feel this way. I know, I know uh, a lot of people, especially conservatives, are mad now because they're covering the sexual harassment charges and still ignoring the nursing home scandal. But in my mind, Janice, if it takes tax evasion to bring down mm. Al Capone, so be it. Without this, I'm not sure everyone would have woken up in, to the nursing home scandal. So I'm okay with the fact that they're getting them on this as long as they get them on something. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't know if you agree completely or if you uh, are still frustrated that you're getting people like you, you've written a, a number of times, people in the New York Times will write a whole story about the sexual harassment with no mention of the nursing home scandal. I think you're right. And you're right about the Al Capone. Uh, my husband said that weeks ago when the first few allegations were coming out and, and, you know, lawmakers were finally saying, you know, time to resign. He said exactly that, the tax evasion Al Capone uh, comparison. And you're right. I feel the same way. If this is what brings him down, I'm okay with that as long as the investigations continue. Uh, there's a federal investigation. There's an FBI investigation. I believe the DOJ investigation under the uh, current administration and the Trump administration should continue. Um, I believe there is a corrupt money trail uh, when it comes to the nursing home scandal. It wasn't science that he was basing his mandate on. It was hospital lobbyists. Um, why weren't, why didn't they use the comfort ship and the Javits center and all of those federal, um, makeshift hospitals that, you know, millions of dollars from taxpayers paid for and they went empty. So you're right. I think whatever brings him down, uh, as long as those investigations continue, uh, because I believe they're, they are criminal. You, you read, and it was one of the most, I tweeted about it, the column by, uh, I like Linda Stassi in the New York Daily News oh. today. It was the most unbelievable thing I tweeted about. It. She talked about how uh, he was the perfect guy still during this pandemic. And I guess there's still going to be some old soldier on that island. But I looked at that and I said, that's how you know Janice Dean is winning. This woman 
appears insane. She's writing about how great Cuomo is and ignoring all the nursing homes and, and basically downplaying, minimizing the, the sexual harassment. But, be, but, but let's face it, Janice, she's a joke. Linda, that column was a joke, which means you've changed everything. Or you and people like you, Ronald Kim and others, have changed everything. Nobody can credibly look at Cuomo as a, as a legit leader anymore it's just and and you know a, a guy who has a future in politics that's all over and i like to think of it is because of you oh well let's see how what happens let's talk and you know let's talk in six months and see where we are i do hope it's over for him i do um there were a lot of people that that wanted to ha have this happen i was just the one that had the biggest microphone right uh, and uh it's funny because I'm out with this book about making sunshine and, and people are like, well, how can you go on and promote a book about making sunshine when you're like, you know, the lady that's trying to bring down the governor. And I think it's, it's the, it's, I'm the same person and being an advocate is also making sunshine because you're shining light on a situation that deserves to be paid attention to. And hopefully the, the things that I'm trying to do to raise awareness for will make sure that it never happens for another family. I mean, yeah. this, we can't have nursing homes uh, uh, go through a pandemic like this and, and have this sort of corruption and blanket immunity and, 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 and money exchange for patients. I mean, these are lives we're talking about. These are human beings. Um, so, you know, I'm the same person. Uh, I love doing the weather and I love talking about National Cheeseburger Day and I love writing stories about people doing kind things for others, but I also am an advocate for on behalf of my family and the thousands of families that deserve it. And, and a great one. And I was, the big question I get, and I'm sure you get a lot more, is why? March 25th, you have the order to put coronavirus positive patients in nursing homes, even though the comfort ship is, comfort ship is empty, job at center is almost empty. And the question is, why would you do it? What do you get from it? And I think you touched on one of the theories is the money from the nursing home owners and the nursing home lobbyists. The other one is using the comfort ship makes Donald Trump look good. Is it both those things, one or the other? What is the motivation in your opinion? I know we don't know definitively, but what motivated him to do this heinous thing? I'm not sure. I have speculation. I, I do think it has to do with, you know, he, he probably didn't want anything good uh, from the administration back then. Um, you know, even the vaccines he, he didn't right. want to take because they came from the Trump administration. So you do have to look at that. But I think it's more nefarious than that. I think um, I think there is a there was a money exchange uh, between COVID patients and the nursing homes. Why did he put a blanket immunity in place like four days after that mandate? You know, he knew there was going to be deaths, I think. Um, <laughs> it's just, just, it's so unbelievable when you sit and think about it, the fact that he really didn't care about these people. Like, like he said, he, I mean, he's, he's been on TV saying, well, who cares if they died in the nursing home or the hospital? Who cares? They died. That's him. That's totally him. He doesn't care at all. That's one of the turning points. I thought when he made that insane statement and everyone you know, saw it and he said, who cares with it? And you, the other one obviously is Ron Kim when he was trying to bully him, the assemblyman, a Democrat who lost a relative in the nursing home. He joined you, your forces. I mean, publicly really came out. That was a turning point, but my favorite turning point, Janice, and tell me if, 
if I got this right, was uh, one Richard Azopardi, spokesman for um, Cuomo, who said, was asked about Janice Dean, and, I said, and he said, quote, last I checked, she's not a credible source on anything except maybe the weather. And I said, way to go, uh, Richard. Poke the bear. I knew, I kind of thought how you would uh, respond to that, as well as pe your supporters and, and Megyn Kelly and your friends said, here we go. Did that motivate you, or were you already completely 100% motivated? Did that light a fire under you? Well, certainly, because that's their bullying tactics. They want to silence you, so they diminish you. And that was a very sexist comment. I don't think he would have said that about a man. Um, but he that's his thing. I mean, he's just an extension of Cuomo, right? He's a bully. Um, he has threatened people. He's called people on the phone at midnight and screamed in the air, law, lawmakers and reporters. Um, so the more I get to know Cuomo and the people he surrounds himself with, the less I am surprised at a comment like that. And I just thought to myself, yeah, it's low hanging fruit. I mean, get creative here. You know, the weather girl to thing. That's I, that's what I say on Twitter when people come after me, like, eh, just stick with the weather. It's like you, you really uh, you're not creative at all here. Um, but certainly he got my back up a little bit, but yeah, it just made me want to talk more. I, I, somehow I think two deceased loved ones, people who didn't have to die, perhaps that's uh, enough to give you uh, plenty of uh, credibility or uh, <laughs> the idea yes. that losing a loved one isn't enough. Some have to be an expert on what, on virology or on, on nursing homes. I don't understand what you and what kind of credentials you need to be outraged by this. Do you think more than, as much as Cuomo, the media has been exposed, particularly the, the New York media that has been carrying his water for decades. They'll continue to get away with this. I mean, it's it's a spotlight on them and the fact that they didn't cover this. And all of the news organizations, I, I highlighted that this morning, uh, that they didn't spend a whole lot of time on this latest sixth accuser. Um, but that's not surprising. You know, they, they really didn't cover him during the 15,000 COVID nursing home deaths and or the cover up and instead did interviews fawning over him with his book. So you, I'll never forget that. And the families that lost loved ones will never forget that, but they'll get away with it and they'll do continue you, to do it. How do you want this to end Is a resignation, which nobody expects and you've tweeted about it and he's never going to resign or uh, whatever impeachment is that enough or do we need prison hmm. I think it's criminal I don't think he'll ever go to prison even my husband says that you know he it's just is probably not going to happen um, but I want the full extent of the law you know if he did something that was against the law obstruction obstruction of justice or you know, covering for his lobbyist buddies who were lining his pockets, making money off of book, uh, and essentially making money off of dead relatives and dead New, New Yorkers. Um, yeah, I do it. I mean, justice for all. I've seen the video of Chris Cuomo with the big uh, Q-tip, and I've seen him laughing and giggling. It has to be a hundred times at this point. I always wonder what's your reaction. Does it continue to infuriate you or do you like it because it is embarrassing as hell for the governor that he was obviously not taking this thing seriously at the time. He was on with his brother nine times in the two months after he sent coronavirus positive patients into nursing homes. 
That was the thing that actually motivated me to go on television. So I'll really? always, yep. So even though it physically makes me sick, it also is a reminder of what made me go on Tucker Carlson the night after that. You know, that was sort of the, that was the final straw, the final Q-tip that broke the camel's back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'll, I'll never forget that. You know, the the callousness, the, the, the comedy routine while thousands of bodies, bags are piling up. I mean, it was just, no, I mean, that was the turning point. So although, you know, that's an iconic picture, it's, it was the turning point for me to, to speak out and tell my story. You must have laughed out loud when CNN said, we're not going to allow Chris to cover his brother anymore. <laughs> because He's been covering him for nine months, but now that his brother's in trouble, we're going to let someone else do it. So it's okay when his brother was a hero, uh, but now that his brother is a villain, Chris can't, uh, can't touch it. I think they should put him on leave. Actually. I just think he, uh, he can't be objective really. And especially if the, harassment charges keep coming out and he's not right. covering it. I, I just think he cannot be an objective. Is he a journalist? Is he, what, what is he really? So, you know, I think if the shoe was on the other foot and it was on Fox and we had, you know, a brother of a, a leader that was going through something uh, really um, terrible. I, I think that Fox would, you know, probably say, let take a extended vacation for a little bit. You know, you can't remain objective. What did you think of Andrew Cuomo one year ago today before he ordered the patients, the coronavirus patients into nursing homes? Did you know, any, did you suspect any of this, that he was this callous, that he was this narcissistic? Did you, or did you have no opinion of him? No, I actually thought he was doing a good job to be really? quite honest with you. Yeah. In the very beginning, um, when we were scared and didn't know, I mean, this time last year, we were starting to go into lockdown and, uh, you didn't know what was going on. You were, you just wanted information. And he was providing that information at his PowerPoint presentations and he was calm. And I even suggested on social media, I was like, wow, you know, he seems to know what he's doing and calming everyone down. And that's before the dam <laughs> broke, you know, that's before everything happened. And, um, you know, now, now we know that he's been, he's been, really a terrible person for much of his career. Right. Which is what's so glorious about what you're doing. You're not just exposing this scandal. You're exposing the man who's been in the public eye for 40 years. And now, just now, Dad. we're learning what an awful human being he is. And I'll tell you, if he weren't so well-connected, if he weren't a Democrat, it would be a hell of a movie because this is what great movies are about, you know, about revenge and or justice, bringing someone like this, exposing him and bringing him to justice. And I mean, I, I, I respect the hell out of what you're doing and I cannot wait to the, see the conclusion. I hope it ends up with prison, but if it at least ends up in, in disgrace, would that be good enough? If he is disgraced and we all know the truth and your in-laws and 15 other, 15,000 other voiceless, uh, people, victims get justice. Is that, is that, yeah, the, I never want him to run for office again. Ooh. That's a good, that's a good one. And I'd like to maybe keep, if he keeps his hands off, you know, 25 year old girl. Yeah, it's probably be, a good idea too. That would be nice too. Well, the book is there right behind you. And I was going to ask you this before we go. It's kind of, I don't know if it's a, a paradox or a conflict for you because you are this happy, smiling, you know, everything optimist. 
on in your day job, you know, and it and it's like in your in your spare time, you're busy bringing down this tyrant, and you can only be so cheery when you're trying to bring a guy down who is responsible for the death of thousands of people. So, is there a little bit of a a conflict inside Janice Dean? Yeah, of course. I mean, this is they're they're both there. I am that person who wants to bring light to corruption and a terrible leader that I think helped kill my in-laws. Uh, I want to shed light. Sunlight is the best disinfectant for that. But on the other side of it, I've always been an optimistic person as well, uh, who have who has gone through challenges like everyone else and wanted to highlight other people's um, stories of going through something in their lives and realizing that they want to be good people afterwards that they want to spread goodness like sunshine so i am both the both of those things can be the same uh, happening at the same time um so i mean you could think of it as the storm the storm happening then the sunshine comes out well and that, you, that's kind of what's happening i i don't know if you got the same seven figure advance that Andrew no Kuhn. no, no sorry no <laughs> <laughs> which is amazing because i couldn't imagine even if without the scandal who the hell would read that book? And I'm sure nobody did. I'm sure it was people a did. It was a New York Times bestseller. Yeah, yeah. It sold, I think, over forty thousand copies. People well, bought it. I, well, here's his hoping that you sell at least I don't know forty thousand and one. Let's hope that you sell more than he, mm. than he. And by the way, can you imagine having that on your shelf now? Looking up, and there's Andrew Cuomo with a book about leadership during the pandemic. I actually think they can use that in a court of law against him. So oh, his good. words that he wrote definitely can be used. And I'm not sure if you're involved, but some of the victims' families are demanding or asking that the profits from the book be donated. Mm -hmm. Obviously, makes sense to me. I don't it know. It does. Yeah, they should get all of the profits. I mean, because he basically made money off of the dead New Yorkers. Oh, I mean, he's just so despicable. And thanks to you, we all see it now. Never too. I know he's gotten away with it for a long time, but finally, he's he's. And, and you know what, Janice? He's not sleeping well. Even though he's a, he's been always a sociopath. I think he's tossing and turning, and visions of you and others <laughs> in his mind saying, "Damn, I almost got away with it. If it wasn't uh, that damn weather girl, the weather lady, the weather lady." Well, the book is "Make Your Own Sunshine." Move your head just a little, so we. Oh can yeah, here, wait. Turn. Make Your Own Sunshine by Janice Dean. This is what, your second grown-up book? Yes, and then I have the Freddy the Frogcaster series. Right, well, no, you haven't heard. That's been canceled. You know, Freddy <laughs> was, it was something about uh, Freddy, Freddy's racist. No, I hope not. I hope no. people, they still love green frogs. <laughs> Honestly, without, without Janice's uh, Twitter feed, I don't even know if we have content the last year, so the least our audience can do is go buy that book wherever they <laughs> yeah. I'm, I, and I'm serious about that. Jerry literally has like an alert. He has notifications on. I, I absolutely, I'm absolutely enjoying your your work. It is God's work. You're you're you know doing the angels' work here, and uh, it's not over yet. But it has been an amazing uh, effort on your part and others uh, to to bring down this monster. And before even the New York Daily News and any day now, even even Ben Stiller and Chelsea Handler are going to say. We're done. This guy's not who we thought we were. What a piece of garbage. And they're going to move on. It's going to be glorious, Janice, and mostly due to you. So Aww, keep up the work and good luck with the book. And uh, thanks for uh, joining us again. And we'll do it again. We'll, we'll, of we'll course we will. 
he yes. will get an update, you know, when it's over, when he's taken away and changed in an orange jumpsuit, <laughs> we will have you on again to take a bow. Oh, my friend. Thank you so much. Thank you for letting me have a voice on your program as well. Anytime, Janice. Thanks a lot. That okay. is Janice Dean. She was called, uh, you know, the weather lady by uh, Cuomo's people, by Cuomo's spokesman. I remember when that happened. I said, here we go. And she immediately started uh, doubling down and all her friends and supporters are saying, uh-oh, they just poked the bear. And she did. She got even more uh, fired up and kept coming at him harder. And it is going, if it were, I don't know who would make the movie. Maybe Ben Shapiro's company will make the movie and Gina Carano could star as Janice Dean and she could dye her hair. But it will be a great movie because think of the character that Cuomo is. Not only is he this egomaniac, but he's grabbing, you know, 25 year old girls and throwing them, you know, and, and throwing them against the wall in the office. He's intimidating people. They say, he's, I mentioned this last week, one of the, uh, I think it was an assemblyman or it could have been an aide who said he, he would scream so loud, a TV fell off the wall. He, his, his whole life, he's been bullying and intimidating and yelling at people and getting his way and pulling it off and winning Emmys and selling books and getting uh, in these Hollywood phonies like, like Ben Stiller to kiss his ass. It's all coming apart now. The walls are closing in. The noose is tightening. And everybody looks at him now and says, what a fraud. What a phony. What a piece of crap. And I don't know how it ends. He's certainly not going to get reelected. He's not going to run for president. He's not going to be attorney general. He's not going to win another Emmy. He might not go to jail, but he's going to walk away in disgrace. And that's going to be a glorious day for uh, Janice Dean and many, many others. Let's be honest. At least 15,000 people who think he's directly responsible for killing their elderly uh, family member. So there's a lot of people, a lot of people who are uh, on her side as she storms the hill like, like Mel Gibson in The Patriot. He's got a lot of people by her side, and they're going to get him. They are going to get him, and he's going to go away in utter disgrace. Wouldn't that be wild, too, if Chris Cuomo loses his job because he you know, was part of the cover-up? He absolutely should. I mean, I know, think of it. What I, I mean, think of it. He spent months defending the guy on the air. Love and he knew. The love gov. Right. You're right. He called him the love gov. And you think you're some kind of hot, handsome man, ready? You're single, ready to mingle. People were burying their loved ones, grieving, crying. And he's on there with the big Q-tip talking about how the love gov is single and ready to mingle. Ugh, what disgusting people. And again, a lot of people on my side are pissed that they're focusing on the sexual harassment, not the nursing home. My opinion is whatever it takes. Bring him down. He's Al Capone. He's worse, worse than Al Capone. Bring him down with the sexual harassment. That's fine. We'll remember the nursing home. The investigation's ongoing. There will be uh, a result, a conclusion to that too. So bring it all on. Bring it all on and make him squirm and make him uh, lie and defend himself because we all know the truth, thanks to Janice Dean. But the book is uh, Make Your Own Sunshine from Janice Dean. Thanks to her for joining us again. I, I, I think she was our most popular guest last year. Oh, absolutely. Easily, easily. So. People, you know, my people, our people, they love what she's doing. They love her, her passion. I'm not sure. I don't care about the weather. I'm not a big weather guy. You know, I'm really not. I don't really watch when the weather's on. But I love this. I love her side job. It's wonderful. Support for this podcast comes from Pluto TV. Need an escape? Drop into Pluto TV for a world of free TV. 
Stream hundreds of channels and thousands of movies and shows all for free. Yeah, free. No subscriptions, no fees. Imagine 24-7 channels of Narcos, CSI, Star Trek, Survivor, and everything else from hit movies to binge-worthy TV shows, the latest news, live sports, comedy, and more. What are you waiting for? Download the free Pluto TV app for Android, iPhone, Roku, and Fire TV and start streaming now. Pluto TV. Drop in, watch free. All right, thanks to thanks to Janice and uh, thanks to uh, Jake Concrete and Alec Paving DCU and GovX. Uh, I, uh, I had a lot to get to, but we can do it tomorrow. This I'm telling you, Colin, I've come to the conclusion just wait. If you think you've seen the most outrageous story, such as, uh, you know, Pierce Morgan giving the boot or this idiot banjo player quitting Mumford and Sons, just wait. <laughs> just wait. Something else, something crazier will happen today. Some other cartoon, some other TV character will get will get canceled. It's it's, uh, it's Dumbo today. I know you didn't. Uh, oh, right. oh, we yeah. didn't get the Dumbo. So Dumbo. good. Peter Pan. Is, it's to all. Be honest, I haven't read up yet. I didn't see yeah. what Peter Pan did or but Dumbo even did. I mean, they don't have to do anything. Let's be honest. They're racist movies. I mean, that is what it is. It's they just they canceled Doctor Seuss because a guy in a turban was on a camel. And you're going, well, so what? People who ride camels sometimes wear turbans. So what? They declared that racist or stereotype. Uh, and, and they said, no, that was one. Of, that was, I think, six of the books were canceled because of things like that, which are perfectly benign. But whatever. Uh, we'll see what happens tomorrow. We'll, yeah, I want to uh, keep track of the, um, the Zarniev lawsuit because, you know, he may pull this off. He may win. He's getting $1,400 from the taxpayers. He may win his lawsuit and get a lot more than that as he awaits execution. We hope we get an update on Biden's dog, by the way, Biden's dog. Did they just, um, you know, they said they sent him back to Delaware. I'm guessing he gets a little shot. He got the little lethal injection and they just uh -oh. threw him in the dumpster. Oh, but they said they're getting a cat and, and, uh, uh and uh, what's her face? Jen Psaki said the internet was going to explode. Yeah, cats are huge on the internet. That's a good play. That's a good PR strategy. When he gets a cat, well, you know, he'll trip over the cat and break a hip. But hey, you know, as long as uh, people are happy that he gets a pet, uh, a, a White House pet, you need the White House pet. Oh, we never got to Johnny Damon. The Johnny oh, Damon. Yeah. We'll do that tomorrow. It's unbelievable. John, it's unbelievable that a grown man would drive in that condition. Yeah, don't drink and drive, folks. How about we just, that, that sums up the Johnny right. Video. Right, Don't sums up Johnny that. Damon. He has a hundred and ten million dollars, one hundred and ten million dollars, and he's driving absolutely rubber legged with his wife in the car. What a what an idiot! What a fool! But anyway, if you haven't seen the video, check it out. It's embarrassing. We'll get to we'll get to that and so much more tomorrow. But we will leave it there today. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is the Callahan Podcast, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow. Why am I stopping? No one else stops. I don't. I, can I go home? The Jerry Callahan Podcast. New hot and iced sunrise batch coffee from Dunkin'. A bright and balanced, full-bodied blend. Brewed so you can get summering from sunrise to sunset. And even after that. Because that's when you can show off those string lights you hung in the backyard. Oh. Or rehung. Enjoy a medium, hotter, iced sunrise batch coffee for $2. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply.